What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So it was a pretty good weekend of baseball in the books. A lot of teams are punching their tickets. We're seeing some, you know, big performances as some guys add to their regular season totals. Um, let's dive into that. What do I mean by that? So earlier in the weekend, the Astros crossed the 100-win plateau. So the Astros won their 100th game of the 2022 season. And that's the fourth time in the past six seasons they've done that. And the only time they missed 100 wins was in 2021, last year, when they won 95 games. And then, of course, in the pandemic shore in 2020 season. So I guess you can kind of throw that season out because it just wasn't even possible. But clinching victory came on Saturday against the Orioles at Camden Yards with Astros winning a back-and-forth contest. And, you know... This is a team that I think is is the favorite. I think the Astros are the favorite in the American League, not the Yankees. I think the road to the World Series runs through Houston. I think that's, I think that's what we're going to see. I think they're going to be tough to beat. In other news, on Sunday, the Cleveland Guardians made history with an American League Central title. This is their first division title since 2018. They swept the Rangers, and very few people saw this coming. The Guardians have won the AL Central. They are the youngest team in baseball. I mean, this is this is remarkable. They're the first team in history to win a division title while seeing at least 16 rookies make their major league debuts. I mean, obviously there's nothing wrong with being young. It's just you don't you don't see this very often. You know, a lot of these guys are are in their first two or three years in the majors. And there was plenty of doubt coming to the season. I mean, after an opening day loss to Kansas City, Fangrass projected Cleveland to win 77 games with just a 6.4% chance of winning the AL Central. Fast forward to Sunday afternoon at Globe Life Field. They clinched the division title when the White Sox fell to the Tigers about 17 minutes before the final out of the Guardians' 10-4 win over the Rangers. So we'll see what they can do. We'll see what they can do. I mean, this is obviously the front office is um, you know going to take a lot of credit here. This is a team that works with a very low payroll. I guess that's by choice, but you know they don't they don't spend much money. They did lock up Jose Ramirez, gave him a lot of money, but he's the first person in the history of the franchise they've. They've given that kind of money to nine figures, but they just had a lot of rookies playing like vets this year. For example, look at Stephen Kwan. He's a rookie. I mean, it largely started with this guy at the beginning of the season, and he's been in headlines ever since. I mean, we saw how remarkable it was when he saw 116 pitches to start his career before swinging and missing. And he's been a constant for the Guardians all season long, helping to carry this team. And you see Andres Jimenez, he's settled into the player Cleveland knew he could be. You know, Josh Naylor, you know, another you know younger player who has really blossomed and come into his own. So many guys like that. And um, the Guardians have won 18 of the past 21 matchups. You know, they've also extended their win streak to seven games. It's the longest they've had since June 2018. So because of this success, what was an improbable outcome? of winning the division became expected over the past few weeks. And now they have that in their back pocket. So 
what's ahead for them, what's ahead for the Cleveland Guardians. Well, the roster probably won't change too much. I mean, they're pro- they'll probably have to designate someone from assignment to clear for assignment to clear space to get Zach Plezak back on the roster. He's scheduled to rejoin the rotation on Friday. Um, but as far as a first round matchup, the Guardians are going to be the lowest wildcard seed. And I'm sorry, they're going to play against the lowest wildcard seed. They are the division champs. So they will play against the lowest wildcard seed. So they will play against either Toronto, Tampa Bay, or Seattle. And Cleveland has had the most trouble against Seattle this year. Uh, so we're hoping to get Toronto or Tampa Bay. But, I mean, none of those teams will be an easy matchup. But this is a Guardians team that is hot right now. Maybe they would want to play the Blue Jays because the Guardians went 3-1 and one against Toronto at Progressive Field in May and then went 2-1 and one up in Toronto in the middle of August. So we'll see. We'll see who gets that wild card, who gets the privilege of playing, who playing the uh, Guardians. I just remembered, I was just seeing a highlight here. Tristan McKenzie is another young player who has been great for Cleveland this year. If we move out to Los Angeles, so the Dodgers tied their team wins record with 106. So they're definitely going to, they're going to eclipse that, Um, you know, 106. That's what, what they've done now for three consecutive full seasons. 2019, 2021, now 2022. So their next win is going to be a franchise record. They've been dominant all year long. Really no surprises out there in LA. If we move out to, move out to Oakland, where the Mets were playing the athletics and interleague matchup, Pete Alonso drove in five to become the Mets RBI king. So he passed Mike Piazza and David Wright to set a new single-season club record for RBIs. And the mark was 124. Now he's he's passed that. Uh, he got RBIs 124 and 125 on one swing and a home run. Pete Alonso has been phenomenal this year. I mean, 39 homers, 128 ribbies. That's exactly what you'd want from first baseman, I mean, corner bat, power bat. He leads the National League in RBIs by a pretty considerable margin because Paul Goldschmidt is second with 112. And he's now tied with Aaron Judge for the most in the major leagues. Surprise news here. The Rays are planning to activate Tyler Glass now on Wednesday. So he will be activated on Wednesday and start against the Cleveland Guardians. Glass now will be limited to around 45 pitches. So he's coming off of Tommy John. It's a bit of a surprise. Glass now underwent Tommy John in August of last year. And yes, he's he's a great talent. It's just kind of frustrating that he he got hurt, you know, as he was really uh you know shaping to be a huge part of this team in 2022. But fortunately the Rays have been able to hold things down without him, and they're getting him back for hopefully what could be a stretch run. Um the Rays are betting on improved health going forward from Tyler Glass now because they just signed him to a two-year contract extension worth over $30 million. But um, Glass now has had four rehab appearances for AAA Durham this September. In his most recent rehab start, he topped out at 46 pitches, allowing no runs, striking out six, walking one. So we'll see Glass now back. I mean, coming back in Tom, from Tommy John in about 13 months, that's that's right on schedule. That's right on schedule. 
And the Mariners extended Luis Castillo to a five-year, $108 million deal. And, you know, this is someone who they just acquired through trade at the trade deadline, but now he's going to be in Seattle for the next five years. So congrats to Luis Castillo for getting that bag. So that is going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.